This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We'll flip to the defensive side. Um, some news I really wasn't expecting for a couple reasons. Trey Hendrickson was um, extended one more year through the 2025 season. That'll be the same amount of years that he'll be here with Sam Hubbard. And I'll start right now with your overall reaction. My reaction is interesting. Um, I didn't see this as a way I thought they would open up cap space for this season, which I think this is basically what that is. I think they love Trey Henderson and they want him in the room next year and possibly mm-hmm. the year after, which I think now you also just kind of say like, yes, and the year after. Uh, but I think this is mostly because they're trying to open up a little room. I think this is something that you need to read between the lines. You see the Mixon, not restructure, but pay cut. You see yeah. the Trey Henderson, not restructure, but extension. They just refuse to restructure. Um, which is fine. I think restructures are great, but they do give you issues down the road more than these things do. So both those moves lowered the cap hit for those players this year. The Bengals already have a ton of cap space. So if I am reading the tea leaves correctly, pun intended, but not on purpose, it could be more than a borough extension. The tea leaves, maybe. I didn't get that at first, but now I do. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> you could tell. You. I was like, mm-hmm, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's extremely important. At the end of the day, it was all going to be a domino effect. And, you know, yeah. we, I, I don't know how all this, I think Joe's going to get paid. Joe's going to be paid to be a franchise quarterback in Cincinnati. We don't know what it looks like when it comes to the extension news right now. We just don't know what, when and what and injuries, all of that stuff. But it does feel like, they have the big picture in mind when it comes to the 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 role players on offense. When it is Joe Burrow, it is T. Higgins, it is Jamar Chase. You can pay those guys. I, we talked about it on our podcast a couple of days ago where people don't make a big deal when a team pays. You could look at the Chargers, for example. They paid uh, Justin Herbert. They pay their defensive guys. They paid Mike their quarterback. They're going to pay Rashawn Slater. Exactly. And you know how much offensive linemen, especially, um, you know, Left even tackles. On- Left yes. tackles? All like, pro rookie left tackles? Yeah, they're going to make a lot of money. <laughs> you see the market right now for right tackles? Come on. like Oh, it goodness. Is... Oh, goodness. I, I saw all the takes after Titus Howard was re-signed. And I was like, look, guys. $12 million is I don't think this is a great deal. We don't need to put this forward as like, this is what average tackles make. Yeah. I kind of go like, well, then I, I don't know if I pay one. 
But but here's the here's the crazy thing. Everybody wanted to make a big deal when they moved Jonah over to right tackle. And I know he's not the starter yet, but they they were like, oh, you, you can't have a right tackle making $12 million a deal. Looks like a discount at Big Lots right now. Because uh <laughs> you look at as the long other- as as long as he gives similar mm-hmm. that's true similar level play. Yeah, you know? and I think he looks good. I when I see him move, yeah. it doesn't Pop look it. that different, which is awesome. Like that's what you're worried about with him making that switch is mostly just okay, can he still keep himself technically clean and mainly his feet? You worry about the hands a little. But I think you mainly worry about the feet, like in this pass set. I think that's the biggest worry is your feet in your pass set. And I think it looks pretty good. <laughs> like I've only seen him really go out there once, like actually kick out there and set. But looks good to me. I, I know we're going to get a ton of it. And especially he's in a training camp battle. So unless they decide that 100% definitively in the next couple of weeks, there will be preseason footage of it as well. Because, you know, you're in a battle. You don't get to rest in the preseason anymore. Yeah, no, that's what the the thing is. I feel like it's so easy to slam on Jonah Williams and just be like, oh, he's yeah. so terrible at right tackle. And you see one rep in camp. And and at the end of the day, they're not. Wait, going- but that rep was fine. And it was fine. And it was fine. But you know. Uh, it's- I, yeah, man, I, I think people are just so. I get it. Like the whole Jonah Williams thing. He hasn't lived up to his draft position. He's been. At last year, liability, and at time other times too. I think two years ago, he was the best member of the offensive line and pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last year, he took a step back. He regressed. He was a little bit of a liability. I get the anger. But whenever you're saying he gets smoked, when he's running his guy around there at like 10, 12 yards, he's in control. He's not – the guy isn't past him and he's turned around like, oh, crap, uh, or anything like that. It's like – I know you're angry, but you have to put the bias aside a little bit. It's, I don't know. I I just want people to actually evaluate these things without any bias going in because I think it would go differently because Orlando Brown's favorite move is to run his guy around the back of the pocket at 10 to 12 yards of depth, which is what Jonah did on that rep that some people tried dunking on him for. And I was kind of like, but you guys were also the ones retweeting when Orlando Brown said, oh, it'll be nice to play with the Bengals because they keep their quarterback at eight yards so I can run my guy at 10. It's like one and one here. <laughs> Put yeah. these things together. But I don't know. I think some people are ready to just pounce on Jonah Williams anytime there's anything. that. And it wasn't a dominant rep. It wasn't like he dominated no. Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard, if, if Sam Hubbard was Miles Garrett, that's probably a win and a quarterback hit. If he is pretty much anybody else, maybe if Von Miller is still that bendy, then he's probably fine. But yeah, uh, that whole thing going on. I don't think we're going to get too much genuine conversation about how each guy is doing. I think that everybody has their camps and they are just going to uh, tweet out their feelings based off of that rather than what they're actually seeing. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens at the right tackle position and and look it's not it's it's gonna we'll see it, they didn't say it's Jonah Williams' job but he is out there with the starters and I know Jackson Carmen's getting rotations uh, right now because Leo Collins isn't an option at the very moment again he could be activated at any moment they will have to make that decision when they get closer to training camp if he's going to start the season on the pup but I do want to go back to Trey Hendrickson I did not mean to change the subject but that was one of the things that I wanted oh. to get. 
with Jonah Williams. We had um, to cover we had to cover Burrow for two segments, and now we have to cover like two days of training camp and everything else in an extension. That's true. That's true. I mean, if we really we had a mailbag today. We were going. I wish we were doing a mailbag right now. That would mean there's all good news. Um, but uh, but we'll we'll go back to Trey Hendrickson because. The thing that was surprising for me personally, and again, I know there was a little more detail out because Trey was probably underpaid for his position. Yes. Bengals got a pretty good deal for Trey Hendrickson. So he's probably like, hey, I'd like some more money. And the Bengals are like, hey, what if we tack on another year and it gives us a little cap relief through the three years? Um, so, so maybe that's what they're they're doing. It, may, it makes sense because at the same time, they did draft Miles Murphy. They do have Joseph Asai. Mm-hmm. So I guess that was a little more confusing for me that they did it, not, not in a bad way, but I'm just like, oh, you know, was this more of a structure cap relief? And then you get to bring Trey on for another year, which is always a good thing. But you also have these younger guys, too. What does that mean for them? Um, I think that they probably have a similar feeling to me about Miles Murphy, where he's raw. Like you didn't draft him to take the starting job this year and pr- probably probably not next year unless he shows a lot of improvement in um, his technique and his hands, everything and reading blocks, just, you know, a lot of the refinement needed to become a high quality uh, defensive end outside linebacker type edge rusher, whatever. I think that it's somewhat surprising just because I feel like you would wait because sometimes these Miles Murphy, Rashawn Gary, Jason Pierre-Paul, guys that come out and they just – you want to take them for the size, the pedigree, everything. It's all there except he's raw. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do make that leap in year two. And maybe you wanted to keep that there just like, okay. And then year three, he'll start for Trey Hendrickson or whatever else. And we have put a lot of faith – I made him my breakout player – in Joseph Osai and his projection from role player to starter in the future. But you also remember this is a team that did this with uh, Sam Hubbard and Carl Lawson for a long time, where it felt like, you know, you've got two young guys that could probably start for you. And they just, they didn't, they didn't make that move early. Um, Duke and the gang, not because that was Marvin Lewis for a bit of it, but uh mm-hmm. Duke Tobin and those guys they didn't make that move hastily. So I, I think they will take their time on Murphy and Osai. Uh, but that would be the reason it's surprising is because they do have a lot of young resources spent at that position. And you do project both Osai and um, Murphy to eventually become the starters. At least that's what I would think they, if they're building out the roadmap and the ideal roadmap it's that they are both the starters in three years. And now you have Trey Hendrickson for the next, is it two years or is it three now? It's three years counting this season. So in three years, it could be Trey Hendrickson as one of those starters now. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits. 
turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see what that looks like. But yeah, maybe that's just giving you more relief over the next few years. Um, you know, next time we talk, maybe we'll um, we'll have more training camp updates. We will have a Joe Burrow update by the time we talk next Tuesday when we're recording. But you know, as of now, we'll just kind of end our podcast with what we do know. And we've already said before, um, it's almost. 6:20 as we're wrapping this up on a Thursday night. We're hoping only uh, good news for Joe Burrow, but um, you know he did leave late in practice on a cart. Um, I know the cart scares a lot of people, but that is something that we see a lot in training camp because it is it's there. We the Bengals do have a huge hill. If it was something they didn't want to put pressure on, he was on the back of a cart. They're going to get an MRI, and we're going to get news um, by the they have time. An MRI in the stadium, though, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yep. They'll just just take them on the, on the cart all the way to the MRI machine. It's right there Mm -hmm. in the front. As soon as you walk into the, that's useful. The player's locker room, it's right in the back. Um, People come into there to get their MRIs all the time, actually. They do. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, all right. Yeah. There's an MRI. So this goes to the Joe Burrow foundation. (laughs) The Joe Burrow needs paid foundation. They pay him for the MRI usage. You know, it is another thing to not to like get too in depth into this stuff, but like if I'm Joe Burrow, I mean, obviously, take it as easy as possible. If, if this is the very most minor thing in the entire world, I'm like, let's wrap this contract extension up. Let's just go ahead and wrap that up. You know, I, mean, I know the baseline set. Like, gonna just you, you, you know what you're gonna. He's gonna be paid more than Justin Herbert. Just go ahead and get that. Just go ahead and get that wrapped up. Um, but yeah, we're hoping all good news. But um, as I mentioned before, by the time you listen to this podcast, I would be extremely surprised if we did not have a Joe Burrow update. Um, as I mentioned before, I've uh, been refreshing Twitter during this whole entire podcast to see if there's any new news. Um, and a lot of the reporters are still sticking around Paycor Stadium. Um, they're hoping to get some updates before they leave. If not, we know the guys like Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter, um, you know, maybe somebody in the Bengals front office will share some news with them and there will be some updates. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's all we really have to discuss on this podcast and, um, we will be back. Um, do you have any more to share? No, not really. Yeah. It's just cool. Trey Hendrickson to get his money and to get, yep. because when he did get that extension, there was no guaranteed money in that last year. That's why some people thought he could be a cut candidate, which I never saw. I don't think you cut the guy, but, uh, that was kind of a you're not proven contract. So to get the extra year and the extra money as you are, yeah, you're proven. You're one of the 10 best edge rushers in the league. We need you. Or, you know, you're underpaid, really. So I think that's cool. That's cool for him. Yep. I, um, I'm i happy for Trey Hendrickson. And uh, like I said before, we'll be back. The big, the big claw mark on the neck, too. from Orlando, Orlando Brown. Brown making a mark. Cut your fingernails, man. I mean, that is like a tiger claw. I know, right? What was <laughs> was he going for the, the strangle? Was he going for just a big paw and he didn't make a fist? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that too. I still couldn't believe it. The day Trey Hendrickson gets an extension the day after that happens, and then he has this huge mark. I mean, he didn't even zip his you could have zipped the coat up. He could have zipped it up, but he was like, Nope, I'm gonna let you guys see that this the scar right here. Um, but Protect that was your neck, Trey. Protect your neck. Iron sharpens iron like no other. <laughs>
Uh, I wonder if there was anything there from like the AFC Championship game where they're just like, I remember that game. Um, I'm... Uh, it's not just the AFC Championship game. They have gone at it repeatedly for the past two years. That's true. And, uh, and Trey Hendrickson won most of those battles. Woo! So oh. I think well, that could be part of the, the beef as well. Okay. And they never, no, as long as they're, they, I like it. I like it. Iron sharpens iron. We see it all the time. I like when the receivers have to go up to the young secondary right now. That's always good for them. But yes. This is a wrap on our podcast, as I mentioned before, hoping for some good news when we are on the podcast next week. As always, you can follow Bengals underscore Sands. You can follow me at Ellen D.S. Patterson. Thank you for listening to It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati.